What up, y'all? Welcome to the Gunslinger Gaming Frosty Pints podcast. With me tonight is Sophie, Zero Burn, and of course, the Doc. How y'all doing tonight? Okay. Good. Doing right. C- can we start over? I'm not ready. Uh, you know what? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, uh, first note, it's not on the podcast topic list, but I want to give a huge shout out to my son, Loki, uh, who's a young gun he turned six on Monday, so happy birthday, Loki! And uh, happy birthday! To... Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Uh, yeah, he got a. His mom bought him a PS4 for his birthday, so I got him set up with a PS4, and of course, I had to set up crossplay for him or cross save for his Destiny 2 characters. So now he has it on Steam, Xbox, and PS4, which is about two more systems than I have. <laughs> <laughs> What, no Stadia? Wait. Uh, no. Are you oh. kidding me? <laughs> I can't even stream... What is it? The, the lowest setting is like 720p, 30 frames per second. My internet doesn't even qualify for that. So Oof. there's no Strata in my... Or whatever the fuck they're calling it in my future. Until Frontier pulls their head out of their ass. Fuck Frontier! Yes. Hashtag fuck frontier. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, onto uh, more interesting stuff. Halo finally out on PC. Now it's not the first time it's been on PC, but let's face it, it's much better around this time. Um, I haven't played it, but Doctor Nagel has. So I have, and so has uh, Omega. Uh, this was a game, Halo, Halo Two. Uh, were both games that Omega played a lot in college, and uh, <laughs> I used to watch him play those games. Mainly because he brought a TV to college that was bigger than anything I had ever seen before. It was a 27-inch vacuum tube <laughs> from oh my Panasonic. God. I think it was a Panasonic TV. It yes. weighed three tons. <laughs> it, it weighed, yeah, it did. It weighed three tons, and it was amazing. It was so big. The pixels, there were so many pixels. The best pixels. And, it's and indestructible. Uh, it, it was pretty much a destruct. Yeah, we. I mean, it it survived our college dorm room for like two years. Um, but yeah, so Halo was big in his past. He was really excited when it came out, and so um, I I bought him a Christmas present, and he's got the Master Chief Collection, and I got it too. And the first title that is out for the Master Chief Collection is Halo Reach. They are releasing the games in chronological order of the story. So Halo Reach is first, and. Um, Playing through that, the first few missions, uh, it is it's beautiful. the The rework, uh, especially on the graphics, is it, it, beautiful. And um, I'm going to say beautiful at least twelve more times talking about this because <laughs> it, it it really is the environmental effects. Um, I bet there's ray tracing in there somewhere because you know that's a thing. And the gameplay is fluid. It's pretty much exactly as uh, as I remember watching him play it in college, but this time uh, we're both playing it, because there's, there's co-op mode, and uh, we get sword and board. You can play with a controller or sword uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a good time. Uh, so I, I do highly recommend it. I think that the whole Master Chief, if you buy the Master Chief collection, I think it's $40. Yeah, 40 bucks on Steam, well and if it. you... The, it is well worth it, because it includes... They will be releasing 
but it includes uh, Reach, Halo 1, Halo 2, and uh, there's another one in there too, I believe. 3 and 4. And, 3 and uh, 4. Halo Otis, uh, which is like a spin-off between Halo 3 and 4, you basically play as a random grunt. Um, it's not that great of a game, It's but it's good addition to the game. Uh, Halo 1 is obviously probably one of my favorite games of all time. Halo 3 is right up there. Halo 2, don't get me wrong, is a good game, but I much prefer Halo 1 and Halo 3. Um, Halo 4 brought in some good things, but for the most part, it was pretty much their um, kind of like their special ops. You know, I was Call of Duty has its special ops where you go and do like certain missions that don't have anything to do with the actual campaign or multiplayer. Um, Halo 4 introduced that, which is pretty cool. I'm kind of looking forward to that. But uh, I was actually in a bunch of the closed alpha and betas for um, Halo Reach. I couldn't talk about it because I was under NDA and all that wonderful shit. Um, so I have played it. I just haven't played it since release. And I will agree, it's a beautiful game. And it plays amazing. It's super smooth. Um, for those of you that played it on Xbox 360 and you're worried about it, don't. Uh, the controller on PC is fucking amazing. Um, I actually, it's better than on Xbox. It's much uh, more responsive. Um, the whole tuning curve and everything is much better. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. What surprised me most about playing the game, I think we sat down and had a two or three hour session uh omega and i the game never stuttered the game never crashed we never came across it was stable gameplay and that that's refreshing this day and age i hate to say it but you don't come across that terribly often honestly i'm i'm not gonna lie my introduction to modern fps and console was halo Combat evolved. Um, Halo Three was just it was it was one of those games where roommate at the time and his wife both were like, "You've got to get an Xbox so that we all play Halo Three together." And it was it was my introduction to FPS. So, needless to say, it was it was fun. My, yeah, so Omega was playing it on uh, on console in college, and I was like five feet in back of him playing Unreal Tournament on PC, being like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not using a controller. Uh, I actually played both. Yeah. I had uh, Halo on uh, console, and I played Unreal Tournament on PC. Uh, both are great games. Uh, both are in my top favorites, too. Um, actually, I did mod Unreal Tournament um, relatively just a couple months ago um, with high texture graph or high definition texture packs and stuff like that. And for a game that was made in 1999 with just some graphics updates, it plays and looks amazing to this day. Like, yeah, the, it holds the game has out. really, the game has really aged well. That, that is true. I'm surprised it is a different type of game because it is, it's quasi open world where you have a very large map that you can move around, but you're obviously guided, so you know which path to take. But even even that, 
being said, I'm surprised at the liberty the game affords you, especially in regards to like stealing enemy vehicles or you know like stealing enemy weapons. Um, the the NPCs that come along with you in your squad are actually useful, uh, which again is not something that you find a lot <laughs> even in modern titles. Ghost Recon. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it, it you know if if you if you liked Halo when it came out, Master Chief Collection is definitely it's worth going back to and maybe playing it again for nostalgia or maybe just to see, uh, you know, what it looks like with 1080p graphics. Yeah. And if, if you've never played Halo before, Halo Reach is a pretty good place. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a noob uh, in the Halo universe, and uh, it, was, it was difficult for me to die. I did figure out how to die, though. There's one part <laughs> in the beginning where um, a helicopter comes down to evac you, and it's like one of those helicopters that has the, the rotors on either side of the wing, and they, like, rotate and everything. So I figured out how to jump up on top of the helicopter, and then I jumped into one of the rotors, and that killed me. <laughs> Yeah, that'd do it. I mean, at least it's semi-realistic physics, right? That's right. I was I was impressed. I was half expecting to jump on this rotor and just be fine, but nope, it it really killed me. It flung me across the map too. It was fun to watch. <laughs> oh, yeah, good times. Uh, have you get? Did you guys touch on the PvP at all, or did you guys just co-op story mode? Uh, we co-op story mode because I, I'm scared of PvP. I'm a scaredy little PvP. I, I would not blame you at all uh, being a complete rookie to the Halo universe and jumping right in that's probably not going to be a fun experience um, even if you're a solid player like your first match of Halo you are just going to get shit on um, and that's okay yeah. <laughs> that is not my fetish <laughs> right <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking of uh, old games Anthem. I mean, that came out, what, four years ago now? Something like that. <laughs> uh, they're trying to remake it. Uh, it's going to come out Anthem 2.0, which we were actually talking about this right before the podcast. And it's to me, it's a tale of two games. You got the story game, and then you got the end game. The story game, I really enjoy it. Um, the story is engaging. I like the characters, the NPCs. I really enjoyed the story. I'm not all the way through it yet, so no spoilers, dicks. Um, <clears throat> no, what, there are dicks? <laughs> well, I'm assuming there are. I mean, there's men in there. I mean, I play as a girl because why the fuck not? Um, reasons. Okay. It's all right. We, yeah. <laughs> but Endgame is just, uh, just there's like leaving it alone. <laughs> he's just I, marching on right because he knows exactly where I'm gonna go. So oh, I, I, yep. yep. Uh -huh. You should go right marches there right past. You know what? I'll tell you the same thing I tell my my girls. I play as a woman to show them that you know playing girls are can be strong, independent women, and they're great. And there's no reason that they can't be a main character in a game. And two, if I'm playing a third person game and I gotta look at somebody's ass, I might as well look at a female's ass instead of a guy's ass. What a what a voluptuously hypocritical bouquet yes. of horseshit. <laughs> yes, we get we get both feminism and male chauvinism all in one shot. Talent. That's, I'm, that's equal talent. opportunity. Equal opportunity. <laughs> um, I love it. Actually, uh, Gobi, if you had anything else that you want to add about Anthem, uh, 
there's uh the 1.6 update came out it actually uh has quite a bit of bug fixes in it which is nice and it did add some content um not major content um they added some shaper devices they're doing some seasonal theme strongholds um they added in time trials and free play so yeah of course you know, who wants to fly around and show off their flying skills and navigation skills and uh you know time trial go against the best um a new legendary world event um that has something to do with the ice tide cooling harvest must be the new seasonal thing some new challenges they added in some hidden collectibles um obviously this ice tide is something that's big um they added more powerful drops in grandmaster 3 which is probably a good thing a new tomb uh it's new tomb of legionnaires uh which is kind of cool uh and then new seasonal cosmetic items short stories so there's and then a whole list of bug fixes and improvements that it seems like they're going in the right direction. Uh, they're just going about it slowly. So I don't know if they're building up to 2.0 or if they're going to do, we'll call it the Destiny 2 thing where they're just going to remake the game and sell it. <clears throat> and hopefully they give a some kind of credit to people who already bought Anthem they don't they'd be kind of shitty as fuck you'll get um, an in-game patch oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes that's probably what will happen yeah, some mechanic where you can put stickers on things uh, i will say they have probably the coolest customization i have seen of like in a lot of games like the things that you can do with uh your javelin is pretty neat like the customizations they got um i had to buy of course the mass effect ones that i owned uh because who does not want to be a turian uh yeah <laughs> i mean yeah it's one of those things garrus was like the sexiest mass effect character ever i i'm <sighs> liara no, Garrus. There is nothing hotter than going down to the uh, to the weapons room to maybe ask him for a little bit of lovin' and just getting that that Turian stare. You know the one, the steely, steely eyed Turian look that says, "Can I wait a few minutes? I'm running some calculations." <laughs> Gets me every oh time. My God. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, uh, I mean, you guys uh, play uh, Anthem? Anything? Sophie's all over here being quiet and shy in the corner. I don't know. Sophie, did you play Anthem? Nope. Well, I was going to say earlier, we were talking about horseshit, and speaking of, uh, Red Dead came out for PC. Red Dead Redemption <laughs> 2 came out for yeah. PC. It is, it is and, available on Steam, and there are horses sickly. in that game, and I presume that they poop. But I don't yeah. know, because I haven't played Red Dead. Sophie, have you ever played Red Dead? Yes, I did. Still do. Do you, uh, you recommend it? Yeah, it's a good game. And why is that? Well, story alone is uh, worth the purchase. It's a single-player campaign. Yeah, but they do have a update coming out Friday. That's supposed to add a moonshining business. 
Oh, so oh. it's just like I'm in. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I am <Yes>. in. <laughs> is it, Sophie, is it Grand Theft Auto with horses? Pretty much. I like it. Sure. Well, you don't got the crazy vehicles yet. Well, I, like in this case, I what like crazy or crazy horses, crazy. I was that's yeah. a, I can't really make that joke. So, but, so what yeah. is the what is the bunny sink? Because you know in GTA it's you know the cars and the boats and all that stuff. So what's oh, the money true. sink in uh, Red Dead Re- Redemption Online? What what is the money sink there? Clothes, horses, <laughs> the pretty cosmetics. How, how many different types of horses are there in Red so far? A lot. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> I don't know exactly. There's horses, there's paints, there's... <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Clyde Vales. Yeah. Are there Clyde Vales? I think so. Oh, yes. I think. Oh, Gotta yeah. With a, with a moonshining business, dude, we can make Budweiser in the game. <laughs> We can already we can already make Budweiser in the game. We just piss into a bottle and carbonate it. Yeah. <laughs> Factual statement. True <laughs> things have never been said. Oh God. Ugh. Pissweiser. <laughs> essentially. Essentially. Pisswasa, the official beer of GTA. There are nineteen horses in fifty nine different styles. Oh jeez. Yeah, so, okay, that's a pretty effective money sink. And you also said there's all sorts of stuff you can buy for your character as well. Mm-hmm. Mainly clothing. Guns. Those are guns. I mean, they gotta have, I mean, they gotta have legendary guns in there, like the Peacemaker. If they do not have the Peacemaker in Red Dead Redemption, it's a complete and utter failure. Wait. That's actually good. I don't even know what year Red Dead takes place, or what year approximately Red Dead takes place. That actually would have been, um... Well, we know the Pinkertons are in there, and there was this huge scandal (laughs) with Pinkertons uh, suing Rockstar over the abuse of their name and all that stuff, uh, which I thought was interesting, because the Pinkertons still actually exist to this day, apparently, um, which is even more surprising. Apparently, uh, they only exist over the pond, though. Uh, no, wait, they still have an estate here in the in the states because there was a lawsuit earlier. Not maybe it wasn't this year. Maybe it was last year. The Pinkerton Pinkerton estate did try to sue a television show. I want to say <laughs> because they they used the Pinkerton name. But yeah, no. The, the long story short, yeah, the Pinkertons definitely still exist. And Sophie, I suppose you know, like approximately the year uh, in, in the storyline. I'm trying to find that now. So I just looked up the cult peacemaker. We've all got our, our Google foo going on right now. Uh, that's Red Dead One. Eighteen ninety nine is the story. <clears throat> and I think online set before then. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the yeah, that makes sense. The cold peacemaker would be in there. The double action twenty two would be in there. Um, what's the uh, the shotgun that everybody loved? <laughs> Remington. Yep. 
Um, yeah. So you have, gun gun wise, you'd have a lot of fun. Early American weapons, I I hope. Because who else was shipping guns to the United States back? Then? You know what? We can probably look this up later. The point is, Red Dead Two <laughs> is out on PC. You can buy it through uh, Steam. Can you get it on GOG? Uh no. It's only on Rockstar Launcher and Steam. And it just released on Steam. Because there was that whole hoopla about how it was exclusive to the Rockstar Launcher. And Steam people had to wait. And they were all upset. And yeah. Yeah, if anybody has never used the Rockstar Launcher before, it's the most unnecessary piece of garbage that you could possibly imagine existed. Until you think about how Uplay exists. <laughs> and yet somehow you play is magically better somehow you play does seem better oh wow i mean just, wow that's scary and you play <laughs> is hot garbage this is true well i don't know see lately i think you play has stepped up their game i i think origin may be worse than you play now which means there's two launchers that are now worse than you play, which hey, they're they're making progress. They're no longer the shittiest of the shit. They're they're almost rising to the cream of the shit barrel. That's how they leveled up. They they <laughs> moved up in rank because somebody came out with something shittier than them. <laughs> That's the standard for improvement that we have now. Yes, it is. Just for you play. Just just for you play. It's not it's not a generalized thing. It's it's a specific <laughs> thing. You can't get much worse. I mean, I can't even remember all the Yeti errors I got for Ghost Recon Future Soldier, which, by the way, is an amazing game on console. But if you're going to buy it on Steam, buy it on Steam. Do not buy it on Uplay. It's a horrible piece of shit on Uplay, but it runs amazing on Steam. Don't ask. I can't answer it. Talking, talking about bad clients, does anyone remember GameSpy? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, was... dude. Uh, what was that? Commodore or some shit like that? Um, um what, in... the console? No, um, Games, Game Spy Commander or something like that. You had to have an account oh, yes. to play uh, Crisis, the original Crisis. You, in order to play online, you had to have a Game Spy account, and it installed, like, Commander or some shit like that on your computer to play. It was... Good lord. For for anyone who was born after 2000 that's <laughs> listening to this, uh, GameSpy was like one of the original game managers for PC back when PC gaming was like in a really bad spot. And <laughs> the idea was that you would every computer would have a GameSpy profile on it and you would load up your favorite game through GameSpy and you would select your profile and it would import all these settings that you had and it was garbage. It did not work. It was buggy as hell. It looked awful. It was pointless. They thought everyone was going to use it. Nobody used it. More people uh, used what uh, the Valve launcher at the time. Yes, that, before that was, Steam. That, before Steam, yeah, the Valve launcher did Half Life, uh, Counter Strike, and uh, Team Fortress, and that was uh, it. Wasn't it Left for Dead too, or Left for Dead? I don't think that even existed in 2001. <laughs> Oh no, no, that was later because that came that was uh released on Steam. So yeah. Um so for those of you that don't know that thought Steam was the end all be all. It at one point in PC gaming, it did not exist. 
it, it supported it was the Valve launcher and it supported three games. <laughs> and somehow Gabe Newell turned that into a, a business and and the rest is it. Yep. But I mean, you know, all those games they did really bring apart modding for games. I mean, you remember playing modded Half Life back in the day. I do. And that was really something. Modding did not used to be as easy as going to the workshop and grabbing some mods. You, you used to have to do some work. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking yeah, of Steam. mods. Oh, you got a segue? I got a segue. All right, you do your segue. Uh, the Star Wars Battlefront mod, you get to play as the Mandalorian. You do. This For anyone who's still playing Star Wars Battlefront. I own it, and actually, uh, this, this might be a reason to reinstall it. Um, Gonna be honest here. The only reason I put this on the list is so I would have an excuse to talk about the TV show The Mandalorian, which is on Disney Plus. Can you please not talk about it? I, I'm not gonna give I away. I'm not spoilers. at all caught up. <laughs> not not talking about spoilers. How many episodes are out now? Five episodes are out. Five. I'm on episode two. Cool. I I saw episodes one through four. I'm gonna I'm gonna cool it. I'm gonna wait for the rest of them to come out, and then I'm gonna binge watch the rest of them. Personally, I I'm enjoying the show. If uh, you're a fan of Star Wars, you know, give the show a shot. Why not? If you're not a fan of Star Wars, also give the show a shot. Why not? There's not a terrible lot of Star Wars stuff. It's just, you know. Baby Yoda. Everyone everyone knows about Baby Yoda because it's all <laughs> over the freaking internet. So, yeah. Yeah. Baby Yoda definitely makes an appearance. But, but yeah. My, see, and uh, okay. Apparently he is getting a storyline within the Orient. Uh, I would hope so. I mean, <laughs> is it because I was gonna say this takes place after, like, episode nine, right? Like, distant future. I'm not a hundred percent sure when it takes place, but I know that it is well after the empire is gone. So the 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 evil empire from episodes uh, four, five, and six is, you know, so... basically gone. My question is, and this is probably why they're giving him his own storyline, is I thought the Yoda race died off when fucking Yoda died. You thought Yoda was the only one of the Yoda race? Well, left. Not, you know, I thought he was the only one left. Not not he was the only one, but I figured, you know, he was the only one left. Because um, you'd never seen any other one. Like, they went to all these planets, you know, you went through six movies, and you never saw another Yoda. Uh, and you only went to okay. your home planet one time. Funny how, Dis funny how Disney is great at merchandising shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Did I bring that up? Is it okay if I bring that up? It's You're going to talk about up. merchandising. They decided oh. to... Okay, so they had the option when they created Disney+. Plus. They could either go with the Netflix model, where they release the show, all the episodes at once for people to binge watch, or they follow the HBO model, where you pay for a subscription month to month and the episodes come out once a week if you're lucky. Which one do you think they went with? <laughs> HBO, hands down. Yeah, I mean, fuck, fuck right, HBO, yeah. So you're, shows, you're paying for that. I know this is completely off topic, but Lost in Space 2, December 24th. Lost in Space Season 2. Yes. Season 2, yes. yeah. I wrote Letter, Ken Le Letter Kenny season eight. That's all I'm saying. I hmm. don't know what that is. Funniest <laughs> daggone show to ever come out of Canada ever. 
What's it called? <laughs> it's called Letterkenny, and it's shows? It, uh, yes, they do, and they're freaking hilarious. Um, if if you like, um, the best way I can compare it would be if you like stoner comedy or drunk idiot comedy. Letterkenny is the show because I, it I is basically. Yeah, I think that Hot Tub Time Machine should have won Oscars, so yeah, this sounds right on my stream. <laughs> yeah. It's on Hulu. Seasons 1 through 7 are available now. Season 8's coming out at the 2020. Right, I might check that out. Uh, I might, my kids have started watching, my youngest two kids, uh, Loki and Lolavi, have started watching Hunter Hunter, so you guys should all be super stoked that they're, you know, my kids are, three out of my four kids love anime and Actually, my middle daughter watches. I'm gonna fuck up the name. Narut, Naruto. Naruto. No, no, don't help him, Zero. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Close enough. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help him because I, I can oh. see my brother struggling. So. <laughs> I don't watch it. They, they watch it. It, it is what it is. Uh, I still watch Attack on Titan. On season three, almost done with it. I got like four episodes left. I've been on season three for like six months now. I'm hoping by the time I finish it up, season four will be out. If they even make a season four, I don't even know. Good times. Well, the, the yeah. so the good news is that, yeah, Hunter Hunter and Naruto are actually anime. Yes. So good, good for your kids. Good for you as a dad for encouraging... Um, yes. Weeb, weeb shit. <laughs> weeb culture. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about when we were talking about Valve? Steam controllers and how uh, amazing that... they were. You stole my segue, you bastard. So <laughs> 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 yeah, bring bring back his two wheeled his two wheeled cart. <laughs> Come back with that segue. Hey, at least it's got two wheels. It's a step up in the world from the wheelbarrow I had. <laughs> right? Uh, so, no, it, that was complete sarcasm. The Steam controller is absolute shit. I'm sure people will disagree with me. Uh, I don't care. I've been using controllers since 2001. I've used just about every single controller out there. To me, the PS3 controller oh. is probably the worst. Steam controller is shittier than that. So, Gobi, I mean, if you're going to make a claim like that, then you should encourage people to go out and pick up a Steam controller and try it for themselves. I would, but they're already canceling orders because they're so shitty. <laughs> they're not. Okay, so here's here's the actual story. Um, Steam, uh, Steam decided to stop making the Steam controller altogether. It wasn't selling great. They've been they had a product line out um, for. A couple other, a uh, couple other products that, of course, I can't remember the names of right now. None the of them Steam did particularly box. well. The Steam Box, thank you. That was the first one to go. Uh, then uh, we eventually got onto the Steam Controller. They're not selling well. It's not uh, giving Steam a profit, so they decided we're going to stop making them. We're going to discontinue the controller, and we're going to get rid of our existing inventory by dropping the price down to five dollars. Of course. The moment they dropped the Steam controller down to $5, the Leetness noticed, and he brought it to my attention. And he, he was like, I, I should totally buy a Steam controller for $5. I don't use the Steam controller at all, but it's only $5. And that's the best Leetness impression I can do. Uh, yeah. So they, 
they uh, dropped the price down to $5. Everyone went out uh, to buy a Steam controller because they're only $5. It turns out too many people ordered them. They didn't have enough inventory, and they're not making any more, so they had to start canceling all the orders that happened after a certain date. <laughs> and people got a little angry, but people like us just left. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that should be retired is the Steam Link, because that is just horrendous. Is that um, still going? Yes. So what's funny is you could buy the Steam Link, or you could pull out your cell phone and install the app on your Android or Apple cell phone. I, I think it's on Apple. Don't quote me on that, because um, Apple is funny like that. Uh, but I know it's on Android. And you can install the app on Android, and it actually plays really well. Um, I use it on my Wi-Fi sometimes, um, and I can play my Steam games on my Android phone with an Xbox 360 controller, and they play pretty decent. I mean, you're not playing multiplayer games. You're not playing co-op games with, like, you guys over the Internet, but single-player games, it's a solid experience. Um, and you didn't. I didn't have to buy anything. I mean, it almost sounds like Google Stadia. Yeah, except for it's not over the internet. <laughs> except for it's not <laughs> shitty. Uh, uh, what's even funnier is how many people remember on live. Oh my god, <laughs> no. no. Yep. <laughs> on live was pretty much the first attempt at what Google did, um, and yes, it failed fucking miserably. Um, actually, on live allowed you to download the game and install it onto a device. Um, and play it locally, um, Google does not allow you to do that. <clears throat> well, and see, here's the issue that Google is running into right now with uh, Stadia. They said that all of the games, all of the launch day games would be available in 4K. Not a single <laughs> one of them is available in 4K. <laughs> Can I just say that? Um, I don't have a Stadia, but I watched several YouTubers who got the Founders package, and all of them, and like, I think six of the 12 that I know of that got them sent them back. And they yeah. got them for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that says a lot. Great job. For sure. Great job. Here, Here's your shit. <laughs> Google does some things really well, and there's other things that they should just not do. Uh, you mean you mean kind of like the uh, terms and services that they just updated for YouTube? By the way, if we're uploading this on YouTube, don't say anything mean about anybody ever. Uh, <laughs> yep, don't worry about it. I mark it as adult only. There you go. <laughs> yes, uh, so we're, we're safe there. Um, and apparently, yeah, I saw that there's something about children in there. I didn't really pay much um, attention. Yeah, YouTube is going to start marketing children. They're actually they're <laughs> going to start selling them. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, they've let Onision be on the platform for years. So, oh, uh, yeah. No, uh, I mean, so, isn't did I bring that up? On there? My bad. I mean, Armoth <laughs> is on there, so I mean, we got to be safe. <laughs> so the thing is, uh, YouTube is now requiring. Uh, I just went through it myself because um, uh, Omega and I were testing out YouTube streaming for various reasons a couple days ago. Um, you need, you are required on uh, uh, streams and new video uploads to um, s declare whether or not this content has been made for children. 
you have to say this has been made for children with a little checkbox, or you have to say this is for adult audiences. So I think that's the big change there. Not not a huge deal. Maybe it's actually a good thing. Uh, what what drew a lot of attention, I guess, or a lot of criticism to the YouTube uh, TOS updates was a paragraph that somebody isolated, which in in summary basically said if your channel is not making money and we don't think that you're you know uh financially viable we can remove your access to the service which essentially means just cut off your ability to use youtube or to upload videos or to even watch videos potentially uh, it was just the way that it was worded and the way that it was described that made people take a, a, a double take really and say well, you're not being terribly specific here. It sounds like if you just want to, you can shut anybody down. And there's nothing in the TOS that refutes that. So I know a lot of videos have been made about it. Some actual lawyers have made videos on it. Some say, yes, the language you know, does support that supposition. Some say, come on, that would never happen. It's the fucking uh, internet. Of course it'll happen. It's, the, not it's only is it the internet, it's YouTube. This is a large. This is a large company that's attached to Google, and they are finally running in the black because of their marketing and their advertising practices. And those marketing and advertising practices have been hurting uploaders for years because Google is trying to, or YouTube, Google, basically the same thing, is trying to cultivate an image on their platform that is not representative of some of the most popular uploaders on that platform. So that's why uh, YouTube Twenty Eighteen was one of the most hated videos uh, on the internet. Well, and and not only... I think Zero we died. Him. We died. Oh, died. Did I die? Did there I die? Died. Nope. Now you're good. Oh, okay. he's back to life. So, um, Eyes the so... phoenix. <laughs> um, the biggest, <laughs> uh, the biggest issue... <laughs> the biggest issue that they have is the fact that any that is said Dude, he's pulling a full Emma Watson on her ass. Uh, yeah, I think Zero's cutting out. <laughs> God. Did you just call me Emma Watson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's bullying, and I want this video <laughs> Um... <laughs> Lodge what? a formal complaint with you two so they can strike Gobi's channel. I'm sure, right. I'm sure the appeal process will be a laugh and a half. Yeah, right. <laughs> I want to be involved in this. Uh, hey, can you get hear me now? Because I said Harry Potter. Um, All right. Um, I love so Harry Potter. They're, they're, the biggest issue that YouTube has essentially made themselves arbiters of what is and is not consider harmful speech ah and that is the big thing in and of itself has built entire following on drama channels and now they're saying okay are mean to somebody make yeah. fun of bully or call somebody a name they reserve the right to strike your channel and okay. that's like you just covered a half of YouTube. Yeah, exactly. And that's 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 the problem. Like the good half that, of YouTube, that, 
Not, not the Susan, bad app, like the good app. Susan, Susan fucking Wojcicki, um, uses to see that what she's tailing, um, not against free speech, and people like, free speech absolute can say anything you want, however you want. I defend to say it are pissed about it and the problem is that's most is free speech apps it is gonna piss off a lot of people it's it's a little bit like listening to a jigsaw puzzle when when zero's talking here but i got more than half of that and i'm pretty sure um i wouldn't i i'd agree for the most part i'd agree for the most part i I don't think that YouTube deliberately set out to uh, create, uh, as you say, become the arbiters of free speech. Uh, it definitely happened. Uh, I'm more inclined to believe that that was due to incompetence, just not <laughs> thinking their actions through. Uh, but I mean, that the, is why the result. The flood lost, man. I mean, that, yeah. that is why the covenant and the flood lost incompetence. That uh, yeah. back to Halo. That's a great point. <laughs> um, the 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 thing was, uh, you're right. Uh, th they have, and now we we don't have. It, it started off with you know like most most policies in the real world do. It started off with good intentions of uh, taking away potential sources of revenue to videos that were violence or uh, just extreme in one sort or another things that really didn't belong on YouTube in the first place because they were they were hateful they were harming people they were bad uh, videos being uploaded by people who didn't have any care or concern for the well-being of others that transformed into hey let's only put ads on videos that you know are family friendly because family friendly videos that make us the most money is a fucking video of two girls playing with frozen uh, dolls, uh, Elsa oh and uh, the other one, in one of their playhouses. Anna. Just to Anna and uh, Elsa in a playhouse. It's got like 89 million views on it. Uh, it's two girls playing with a dollhouse. What the fuck are we watching? Um, but that's that gets monetized because it's family friendly and God is it popular. Oh, it's crazy. The other one uh, my kids absolutely love is. Adults dressing up in fucking costumes like the Anna costume and the Elsa costume and pretending to be these people oh. in fucking backyards. Oh. And oh my god, that's it's, right. No, I come like on. A train wreck. It's you not just your kids you though. Like stop. adults, adults enjoy watching those too. There's the one where um, or, yeah, Spider-Man and Elsa are out in the backyard. Yes, and they're talking, and you know, Spider-Man's got a problem, and Elsa is just like, "Oh, I can, I can fix that with my frozen right." And then she like solves all his problems, and then they go inside, and Spider-Man fists her. It's, it's, the, it's great. Yeah. I'm sorry, I had to bring that up because yes. those videos of the adults, the adults bringing, uh, or dressing up as Disney characters. There is a subset of videos out there that are extremely inappropriate, and that was one of the things that led to Adpocalypse Mark II. Or is one of the focal points of Adpocalypse Mark II, anyway. I was going to say, not only that, but then there was Steven Crowder's Maza. <laughs> there was that whole mess. 
I mean, if we're going to talk about cringeworthy, I mean, we got to talk about Star Troopers. Starship Troopers. Oh, we got oh to. God. I mean, a great movie, cheesy as fuck and cringy as hell, but it's still a classic and a cult favorite, and I got to love it. Um, this is a perfect example of Gobi trying to get Dr. Newell to stop talking about fisting. But yeah. <laughs> for the moment, we, we can come back to fisting whenever you want, but I mean, we should probably get to, you know, this cool RTS-based game that we're never going to play. Um, it it is. Cool. There's, a, there's a Starship Troopers game coming out. It's based on the first movie, and it's going to be in the Halo vein, because we were talking about Halo, and, and this fit into the topic list. But it it looks ridiculous, and it might be worth a play just for a laugh. <laughs> It, it's got that cheesy, over-the-top humor that the original Star Troop, Starship Troopers had. Uh, I will say, I did not like many of the sequels. Uh, they were just horrendously bad, like, in not a good way. The first one was not good, but it was funny as hell, and like I said, it's a cult classic. I, I enjoy watching it from time to time. It's a good, good laugh. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the first Starship Troopers movie was based on a book. Um, none of the, the sequels were based on that book. They were just based on the characters and the, and the loose storyline. But the first Starship Troopers movie, I like it. I think it's great, even though it's What's... it's brilliant, maybe by accident. <laughs> oh, yes, I agree. Uh, what is the chick that gets... that? Uh, is it Dizzy? What, what is um... it? The the one who gets topless twice in the movie and who uh, the hero has pity sex with before yes. she dies. Yes. Yeah, it's dizzy. Yes. <laughs> I remembered. Yes. Gotta love that. Uh-huh. Uh, another game that I saw actually come out. This one wasn't on my radar, but I mentioned Left 4 Dead earlier. Um, World War Z is another game that I play. Um, GTFO, or Get the Fuck Out, um, hits Steam. It's pretty interesting. Uh, it's four people you go down into. Basically, you got to go get something and bring it out of this thing. And there's a bunch of zombies down there. They're you're low on ammo. Uh, you got to work as a team. You got to communicate. It's very dark. It's very intense. Uh, it looks kind of good. Um, it's in early access, so I'm not gonna recommend it. But it's something that if you're into those kind of games, you might want to keep an eye on. So what do you do in the game? You basically like it's like Left 4 Dead. You you're you're a prisoner. You're in this prison, and there's four of you, and you get sent down into this like whatever, and you got to go to the cellular tower and get an object and bring it back to the warden, and the warden kind of guides you whatever. Um, and it's four player co-op, and it's zombie game. You got to go in, and they're called sleepers. They kind of look like a mix between um. The Last of Us Zombies and uh, Left 4 Dead Witches. Um, and they basically attack. And you gotta fend them off. But you, you don't you don't have a whole lot of ammo. Like, ammo is a very scarce commodity down there. So you gotta kinda conserve your ammo, but not conserve your ammo at the same time. You gotta play smart, and you gotta play as a team. Uh, if you don't work together, you die. Like, it's it's a brutal game. It's very brutal, which is cool, but it's not for everybody either. It's not as easy as Left 4 Dead, where, you know, you can, like, pretty much just 
run through it. Um, that's not going to happen in this game. It's way more brutal. It's kind of like uh, Insurgency Sandstorm where, versus Call of Duty. <clears throat> the plot just sounds like somebody finally crossed 28 days later with 12 monkeys. <laughs> going to be a deep reference for some people out there. Uh, God, so deep. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think those movies were terribly popular. No. I, again, cult classics, not bad movies, but, you know, not everybody and their brother's seen them. Who's the dipshit in 20, 28 Days Later? Oh, God, yeah. I can't remember. He was like a bike messenger or some shit. When, did they make a sequel to that, too? Google. Yeah, 28 weeks later. Oh, Jesus Christ. It was bad. Yeah, I mean, 28 days was not good, but... Like... <laughs> Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy was the guy, the main character in 28 Days Later. He's the most Irish man that I know. Sorry, Liam Neeson. All I really remember from that movie is a stupid, like, crow that drips blood on the guy, and then he turns into that, like, stupid fucking zombie, like, almost that, instantly. That, I thought at the time, I think I watched that when I was 14. I thought that was super clever. Dude, dude is standing underneath a crow that's infected, and the crow is, like, leaking blood, and the blood, like, gets on his shirt, and he's like, what the hell? So he looks up, and a drop goes straight in his eye, and that's how he gets infected. Dead silence. What do we got next? <laughs> hey, Sophie, you seen any good TV broken. shows? Mm, Legacies. Legacy. Oh, how is Legacies? I haven't seen that. It's pretty good. It's a what, been off from the originals. Interesting. What is that on? What's that on? Cable. Oh, just cable? I think I they e also stream it on CW or something. Cool, so I don't need Netflix for that. Wait, no, wait, but it'll probably what, be in Netflix next year. What show are you oh, talking cool. about? Legacy. Legacies. Legacies, sorry. What, just Legacies? Interesting. I don't know if it's D-Legacies or Legacies. Yep. Uh, free on the CW. Free is always good. Mm-hmm. The CW. Oh, speaking yeah. of the CW, Crisis on Infinite Earths is apparently happening. Again, uh, not familiar with that. Uh, basically, they take every superhero show on the CW, and they're all basically combining. It's like the Marvel's Avengers, Avengers yep. but DC and all that fun stuff. Um, Green Arrow's in it. Supergirl's in it. Um, the new Batgirl or Batwoman or whatever the fuck it is. Um she's making her debut and then they're going to start her series afterwards. Um, Lucifer makes an appearance. Um, the other thing that DC is talking about, and you're going to like this one, Dr. Nagel. I, I know it. Um, a Constantine, uh, re uh, not remaster, uh, sequel. How about, how about just like a Constantine season two? Cause the first no, season no, of the Constantine the movie, show was Keanu pretty Reeves. good. Uh, yeah, no, I, is Keanu Reeves going to be in this? They, they're talking about it, and it was, I was reading articles about... Because apparently there's this huge fight between Marvel and DC on who's going to get Keanu Reeves. Um, 
I mean, hey, uh, whatever. I, it was the article I was reading, and they were talking about how DC might have won because uh, they're talking about making a sequel to Constantine, which is actually a movie I'd probably want to watch. I mean, I enjoyed Does the any, first one. Anyone else want to want a hazard? Well, all right, I'll just I'll just say, Marvel Keanu Reeves is to in my mind like a Bill and Ted Keanu Reeves, whereas <laughs> DC Keanu Reeves is more like sad Keanu Reeves. John Wick, Keanu Reeves. John, John Wick, yeah. I'd rather watch John Wick. Than, well, no, you know what? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was actually pretty fun. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. It doesn't matter what that man is in. Keanu uh, Reeves John is Wick breathtaking. Uh, yeah. He was also in a uh, homoerotic uh, movie back in 1984, too, for those that, that didn't know that. Called what? I have no idea. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't read the title in of the movie, I was like, "Well, really? Cool, I guess." If you're so, that. as as a segue, as a segue, <laughs> apparently on this list, animated version. I think he wants to talk about Super Mario Brothers, but I heard animated. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, yeah, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. Actually, I didn't see that until this uh, link showed up in the, the podcast topic. So yes, there is. Uh, it's planned for 2022, so we've got some time. But they are planning on making a a fully animated. See you in a minute. Fully animated uh, Mario Super Mario movie, uh, which which will be targeted. Oh, damn it! Uh, we didn't get to talk at... shit about him. <laughs> I know you were, you came back too quick, Zero. <laughs> You ain't talking shit about me. <laughs> well, we were gonna, but you like came right back, so we didn't yeah, have time. Your mic quality just improved like two hundred percent. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh yeah. No, I know it did because I switched off of my tablet to my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> you, what did you go from an iPad to an iPhone? No, I went from a Samsung Galaxy tab to an iPhone. Hashtag superior technology. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, no, that's that's going from, like, remember when we were talking about Uplay and Origin and Rockstar? Your, your Samsung is, like, Rockstar, and your iPhone's, like, Uplay. <laughs> Oof. Oof. <laughs> so, anyway, back to the Super Mario Brothers uh movie in 2022 can i just say that there's no way it can be worse than the 1993 than the 1992 version so i'm looking forward are we are we comparing rockstar to you play here again first of all uh, no all right john leguizamo how can you not like that man Uh, Uh, and the other thing is right there i don't i don't remember yeah yeah the past exactly I don't remember the name of the guy who played Mario in the 1993 movie. I know he was the same dude who was in uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, God, I haven't seen that in forever, and I'm not going to go back and watch it or look it up because oh, that sounds like a waste of my time. It really is. But we should. I'll just talk about uh, the premise of Legacies. It follows Hope Malkison, uh, the daughter of Klaus Malkison, 
who is descended from some of the most powerful vampire, werewolf, and witch bloodlines. Two years after the events of the originals, 17-year-old Hope attends the Salvatore School for the Young and Gifted. And the school provides a haven where supernatural beings can learn to control their abilities and impulses. How the fuck so, did we yeah. go from Mario <laughs> to... Because uh, <laughs> <the> Sophie <laughs> brought up CW legacies, joke. and so I looked it up, and I read the... the uh, uh, yeah, header on it, and it actually uh, seems kind of good. I'd watch high school Harry Potter with vampires. Uh, what was the original show that it's all based upon? It's the Salvatore brothers. I can fucking see them. The originals? The original's no. a spinoff from the Vampire Diaries. That Vampire Diaries, thank you. Vampire Diaries, okay. That, yes, that is where it all started, and then after the Vampire Diaries became the originals, um, which you meet towards the end of the Vampire Diaries and now Legacies comes after that which great on CW for continuing that legacy um yeah pun pun so yeah um yeah there's a Super Mario movie coming out it's gotta be better than 1993 anything else you, you wanna add uh, Bob Hoskins you loved Bob Mario was the guy who played Mario good call Bob good find. good find Anything else you want to say about the 1993 movie that you absolutely loved? I mean, it was so broken. I mean, it's oh, almost God. like Ghost Recon Breakpoint. First appearance of Bowsette. <laughs> I'm not even fucking kidding you. Bowser was a, uh, a large lady in the 1993 version. And Weren't we talking one about of the brothers fell Bowser's in love with her. Skirt, like one of these last podcasts? I mean, did you say uh, you uh, wanted to go up Bowsette? Oh, the, the Mario Lands. You were saying you got to go up Bowsette's skirt. And something like that. About it. That's, I don't, I have no memory of that, but that sounds like something that I would say. I mean, you're, you're not wrong, though, Dr. Nagel. It, it, it was the absolute first introduction of Bowsette, and nobody credits that. Nobody. And just, like, years later, people actually complained about it at the time. They were like, no, Bowsette's supposed to be a boy. I'm like, have you seen Bowsette? There's, there's nothing wrong with with a woman playing Bowser. That's I'm fine with that. I mean, what's the a, difference? The, it was it was a lot of woman. There was a lot to love there. <laughs> she was she was strong. She was strong like Bowser. So your typical Midwestern girl? Yeah, if there were any black people in the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> there there might be a couple, but you know, again, we don't he's anybody. not lying. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, um, there's way more Mexicans than there are black people. Yeah. And I'm not saying there's a lot of Mexicans. I'm just saying there's more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. well, this okay, topic we, we got a U-turn. To uh, yeah, so, uh, I'm, yeah, uh, I'm trying. Point, completely broken. Um, and getting fixes. Yes. Um, it wow. is getting some fixes. That they um, Ubisoft ran a poll to ask users what they wanted to see in the game and what they wanted changed. And some of the top requests were uh, NPC squad mates, bring those back. And the other top request, I believe, was get rid of gear score. Yep. And uh, offline play was up there as well. Offline, you're absolutely right. Offline play was on there. Um, what was funny to me is I was actually surprised that adding... NPC teammates was number one on the list. I can't uh, yeah, remember 
how many people bitched and complained about the NPC teammates in Wildlands. Like, so bad to the fact that they gave you the option to remove them from the game. So they, yeah. They, you know, Ubisoft says, oh, well, nobody wants NPC, you know, teammates, so the next game will remove them. And now everybody's bitching because they don't have NPC teammates to help pick them up when they get taken down by these people. And that's that's the thing that maybe that uh, people didn't appreciate when they were leveling up in Ghost Recon Wildlands is that your NPC teammates, even though they're not really great shots all the time, and sometimes they're a pain in the they they afford you that ability to get picked up and not have to respawn so you can continue on with your mission. And that's a big deal when you're playing solo in Breakpoint and there's nobody to pick you up. So you get to die one time and oh. then you, you it's mission fail. And the game is so unforgiving. I mean, and stup like the sliding, the <clears throat> I get the stamina and all that sliding stuff. Down the hill. But coming from playing thousands of hours into Arma 3 that is a military sim that has a proper stamina system. The one in Ghost Recon Breakpoint is a fucking joke. I'm a huge Ghost Recon guy. I love Ghost Recon. I've played every single one of them from the beginning. I've been in every single alpha of Ghost Recon Wildlands at Breakpoint. And the fucking stamina system is completely atrocious and needs to be majorly fixed or removed at this point. I I would... uh like to see it set up much like Ghost Recon Wildlands where you have as you level up you unlock these perks and eventually at the last perk you just remove you get like a 100% stamina regen all the time so you don't have to worry about it um okay so I am gear score 202 I got plenty of time into the game and you do there are stats that you can increase your stamina yes like there are Wildlands, but the sliding is still fucking stupid you can be running down a path, and next thing you know, your fucking character is sliding. Like, you're a special forces fucking operator, and you can't run down a 1% incline. Go fuck yourself. This is, this is my problem, especially with the rock scrambles and everything. I'm, I'm from New England. I did a fair amount of hiking when I was growing I can get up a rock scramble easier than my character in Great <laughs> can and I am not soldier material. Yeah, I probably do. I and I I'm not nearly at the, the physical condition that the people in this game are portrayed as. And I haven't had any of that training and I have to believe that somebody who went through seer school knows how to scramble up a six foot rock face. Yes. Uh I do you know, they need to add in so much stuff to the movement. Um, but there is an upside to it being broken. Uh, so they have battle rewards, which is pretty cool. Uh, they're like little side missions that you do that are random that you can replay that, you know, you rank up. If you play the PvP, you also get these battle points and you unlock these rewards. Um, and the rewards can be camo, guns, vehicles, whatever they are. Um, but because they're broken, they, they introduced Act 2 a while back, and you can get the Hill and Walker figures. Uh, well, the problem is those broke the game. Like, horribly bad. So Ubisoft, <laughs> it, not that Breakpoint wasn't already horribly broken to begin with, um, they broke the game worse. Uh, so they decided that they are going to give you every ward 
from Act 1 and Act 2 next week. So whether you played it or not um, and tried to get them like I did and failed, you're still going to receive them, which is pretty cool because I've wanted the M4A1 Tactical for a long time. I should mention, as much as we're ragging on Ghost Recon, uh, I got plenty of hours into it, and I have a blast playing it every time. Sure, there's some funny-ass moments when the game is so fucking broken, but all you can do is laugh. Like, you could get pissed about it, but let's let's face it, it's a fucking game. Just laugh it off and move on. And hope to God they fix the shit. Uh, looking through the uh, the list of changes that the community requested, one thing I'm surprised that I'm not seeing in here is rework the ladders. See, this, that's one thing I noticed. Uh, you and Omega both have had issues with ladders. I hate it. Uh, and I have not, which Why is do interesting I... to me because you two both play on mouse and keyboard or sword and board, and I play on a controller. So part of me wonders if the ladder fuckery doesn't have something to do with your input device. You know what? Um, I don't care if it does because I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't have to be standing directly in front of the ladder, press and hold space to attach myself to the ladder, and then wait a second and then press W to go up. Or wait a second and hold control to slap. That's horse shit. I hate it. I want it to go. No, I, I agree. Because if you go back and you play Wildlands and you jump on a ladder in Wildlands, it's a much more fluid experience. Um, and they're based on the same engine. Right. So uh, those problems uh, what, don't make any sense. Why the hell did they change it in the first place? Were people really complaining that they were, you know, activating ladders when they didn't want to? There were so many goddamn ladders in that game? There weren't. No, I did notice uh, in the Division 2 they added something um, where you can, where you roll, you have to hold it to roll instead of, or hold to go into cover instead of tap to go into cover in the Division 2 because people are complaining that they would double tap and roll and it would sticky them into cover. Um, I thought that was a neat addition and a welcome one at that. Um, that didn't sounds personally, that sounds like something that a PvP player would complain about. I agree. I mean, I ran into it a couple times in PVE where I got, you know, in the Division Two, where I rolled and it's digging me to a cover and it was annoying, but it wasn't where I'm going to go and change that setting and turn it on. I'd much rather have it tapped to take me to cover. Um, I do wish the cover was a little faster going in. I feel like going into cover was quicker in the original division than the division two, but I'm not going to complain about it too much. It's it's a beautiful game. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, that's good. And we're uh, we're good. We're at an hour, so we can do the roundtable if we want, or we can make up our own round. I, I think we should maybe start uh, choose a different round table. We'll let Sophie choose the round table because that right. one doesn't sound like something we should. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. Sophie, what should our round table be? Uh, what's round table? Uh, it's just a, it's a question that we can all answer. Opinion based doesn't have to be fact. It can be like, what's your favorite type of butter? 
round table for what? Oh, for for this. It's just how we close the podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah, like uh, at one point I asked, like, what was your favorite three movies? Hello? Oh no, Sophie, can you hear us? Oh, we lost her. No. no. Sophie, come back. Tried so hard. Got so far. Don't go to the lights. Okay, guys, I think I want to mute. Don't go into the lights. Um, okay, obviously something is screwy with Sophie's mic right now. Ah, uh, Or a sound, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, we, uh, we can hear her, but I don't know if she can necessarily hear us. So we're going to pause for a second and... Yeah. Um, so, do you see any good shitposting gifts uh, lately, Dr. Nagel? I mean... Oh, yeah. Fucking filled with them. Jesus Christ. I think oh, Fluffy, God, yeah. I think Fluffy needs a break for a second. Hello? Hello, He's you? He's good. Back, Sophie? We can hear so you. Close. Can you hear us? Yes, we can hear you. Mm, very low. Okay. Sure. Okay. Um... <laughs> no, we're not doing shitposting gifts. For the frat table. <laughs> uh, all right. Favorite whiskey. Favorite whiskey. Okay. Um, Jameson. I, I'm uh, I got Irish heritage, so yeah, Jameson. Going Jameson. All right. Zero. I got it. Zero. Take yourself off mute. I uh, I think I have to agree with Doctor Nickel on this one, Jameson, hands down. Thank you. Thank what you. else? What other whiskey are you gonna use uh, to make uh, carbon? Uh, Papa Twelve. Yeah, which is uh, which is Jameson. Uh, one one shot of Jameson, one shot of Bailey's, and you drop it in a half pint of Guinness, and you chug it before it curdles. Yep, that sounds amazing. It uh, tastes like chocolate. <laughs> uh, Sophie, you you drink whiskey? I get you so right, so quick. <laughs> it's true. I still can hear you guys. I'll be back. All right. All right. Ah, uh, so you guys and your lame Jameson. Um, God, so many choices. I'm. I'm actually think I'm gonna have to go with Johnny Walker Blue. Yep. So is that? I mean, I guess it technically is a whiskey. It's a Scotch whiskey, though. It is. Well, I mean. I, I kind of lump them all together. Whoa! Somebody puking over there? We there we go. There? I see Sophie. Hey, sorry about that. Oh no worries. No problem. Favorite whiskey? Uh, don't really drink whiskey. Okay, favorite wine? I can't remember the name. Is it a? Some. Um... I know it's a white wine. White wine. Is it a Zinfandale? No. Or a I don't know white wines. Sauvignon Blanc. It's one of the wines I know what the label looks like. Dude, did you just spit out fucking skills. words and make it sound French? <laughs> I think Zero knows more about wine than he's letting on. No, um, <laughs> it's, I, I actually do know a lot about wine. It's actually quite depressing. Um... <laughs> 
It's okay. okay. Kobe knows more about whiskey than he should. Uh, definitely. Um, but, you know, when you can't drink beer, because one beer will give you a hangover because of the yeast, on uh, wine is just... Sorry, Sophie. Uh, disgusting. <laughs> Horribly fucking disgusting. Like, the smell so... is like... Oh, can can I God. can I just no. can I just tell you I've never had a hangover in my life ever. Okay. Ever. How yeah, many amazing. times? Have, never how many had times a hangover you... in my life either. Ever. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I have I have gotten blackout drunk before, and got up the next day, no hangover, no sickness, no nothing. Just got up, kept going. What's your heritage? German, Scotch, Irish. Okay. All right. So, so you're I'm from Wisconsin. I'm German, Russian, Irish. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm from Wisconsin. <laughs> hey, you, you guys all laugh. Uh, born and raised in the highlands of Wisconsin. Uh, I went to I went on vacation with my my brother, my younger brother, who's in the military, and. Uh, we went to a college town, and we all we went in to enter this drinking contest, and you know they all entered the drinking contest, and I go up, and you have to show your ID to enter the drinking contest, and I go up, and I hand him my ID, and the guy hands me back my ID, and he goes, "I'm sorry, you can't enter." What the fuck do you mean I can't enter? Because you're from Wisconsin. What the fuck does that have to do with it? You have an unfair advantage. Go fuck. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, okay. So to explain, to kind of give you an example as to, as to my first experience drinking was my 21st birthday at my stepbrother's, okay. At my stepbrother's fraternity rush party. Man, how the uh, fuck did you make it all the way to 21 without drinking? Dude, I live in yeah. Virginia. I live in Virginia. It's not that hard. I mean, um, you live in a cave? Um, <laughs> I grew up with very lax parents who <laughs> told me that, that it was cool if I drank at the house, which took all the fun oh, out of it. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, which took uh, all the fun out of it. So from like 21 to 23, I was a fish. But after after that, nope. Twenty three from twenty three on, I, I I'm a social drinker. I don't drink very often. But that first time, I between me, my dad, and my oldest stepbrother, we killed a handle of Evan Williams and two cases of Natty Light. Oh God, how are you not fucking puking off the taste alone? Uh. After you get uh, after you get a handle of uh, Evan Williams in you, you don't taste much of anything. <laughs> so I think what we can all take away from this is that wine is what classy people drink. It's uh, true, <laughs> and beer is what men drink, and uh, the whiskey is just what everybody everybody drinks whiskey every now and then. Sure, people I've... who make poor life choices. <laughs> or yeah, or enjoy a nice, you know, or t- enjoy the taste of gasoline. I mean, me. This is true. I mean, moonshine. If it tastes, the closer it tastes to gasoline, the better off it is. I mean, you give me a good fucking Tennessee clear. Mwah. Oh, fucking amazing! I'll polish off a quart myself. 
if, if I could, um, if it was legal to ship the moonshine that we have here, if it was illegal to ship any alcohol, really, but I am in <laughs> the, I am in the moonshine, what is considered the moonshine capital of the East coast in Virginia. Oh, the show, so- the show moonshiners is filmed 17 miles from where I live. Oh, so you know about that Blackberry shit. Oh, yes, sir. And apple pie. Oh, my God. That Blackberry. Oh, it's so. If you guys ever get a chance to try good Blackberry moonshine, do it. Just make sure you're not going to drive and you don't have to do anything the next day. You know, Zero, FedEx doesn't care what you ship. They don't check <laughs> packages at all. I'm just saying if you want to. Right. You know. I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I love moonshine. <laughs> uh, I'd send you some of the old smoky stuff. I wouldn't send oh. you the good stuff. The oh, good stuff is expensive. Get, I need the good stuff. Fuck that old smoky fucking commercialized bullshit. That isn't even fucking moonshine. That's like Ooh, fucking, I think fucking I corn nose. whisker. Like that's, that's like shipping me Everclear. How many? How many people here have I think ever I hit a nerve. Everclear straight? They sell it. Besides in, me. Uh, yeah, they sell it up here in a, in a liquor chain called Cappy's. Yeah, the it's whatever. I'm less than impressed with it. Don't yeah, don't. It's it's great it, for it's starting fires. Good. It's really it's, not that good. <laughs> it tastes like shit. It doesn't even get you drunk. It they say it's 200 proof, but moonshine nah, will get you way it, fucking drunker. Here's the thing about that, Ooh, right? From a chemistry standpoint, if something is 200 proof, it's basically vapor. Exactly. Right. Yeah, it's it's technically not possible, and it's yeah, it's basically straight grain alcohol, and it's really only good for cutting stuff and taking paint off the walls. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, he paint, said, paint stripper. He said, he said he started off with cutting stuff. Not a good place to start, Gobi. Just saying. <laughs> hey, we're we're talking about alcohol here. We're not talking about drugs. I mean, you can't cut cocaine with. Fucking Everclear, it doesn't work. You, you gotta use baking You probably could. And yeah, how do you know that? that you know that. Uh, <laughs> we don't we don't need to get into my past, alright? I'm trying to get your YouTube channel shut down. <laughs> hey, I, I'm uh, saying I had a very colorful Gobi, you. Gobi's name will officially be switched to Heisenberg tomorrow. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's all good. As long as people can find the GS podcast. Right. <laughs> Now All right, y'all. Note. Well, I'm going to. I've actually got to go myself. Yep. So, um, yep. I'm going to say peace too. So, I want to thank you all for joining us. And uh, yeah, you guys have a great week. That's a lot. Thanks, Sophie. Thanks, Zero. Catch yeah, you guys man. next time. All right. Peace. Later. Peace, peace.